Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Let's Talk 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 Tidbits. You ever see a really long word in another language and you ask yourself, why in the world is that word so dadgum long? Well, I may have the answer for you. Listeners, today we're going to be talking about agglutinative languages. And I know you're asking yourself, what is an agglutinative language? Well, I'm here to tell you. So let's get started. So, an agglutinative language is a type of language that primarily uses agglutination. Now, I know that probably doesn't help, but, but bear with me, I'm going to elaborate a little bit. So, an agglutination describes when words may contain different pieces of morphology that determine their meaning, but of those pieces of morphology, including things like stems and affixes, remain unchanged after they're joined together. That sort of creates a generally more easy to decide word meaning compared to languages like English, which are actually called fusional languages. So, there are a lot of agglutinative languages or languages that have agglutinative properties. Swahili and Turkish are really popular ones that are, are sort of obvious when you look at those. Let me give you an example. So in English where we might say something like, I like it. In Swahili, it would sound like Nina Kupenda. Now this looks like one word when written out, and that's because Swahili has agglutinative properties. It's an agglutinative language. To break it down, ni would be like the pronoun I, like first person singular I. Na would signify the tense that's happening, like present tense, meaning like I am or I at this time. So ni na means I right now. Ku is actually the object pronoun representative in this word, and it means it. So ni na it, I at this time it. And then penda is the verb stem. So all Swahili words just sort of have these verb stems and then you attach a bunch of really cool like Lego pieces to it to make it mean something like a sentence, but it looks like a word. So ni na ku penda would mean I at this time like it, except the ku comes before the verb, which so it'd be like literally would gloss to something like I at this time it like. So ni na ku penda, I like it. And that's sort of a cool representation of how agglutination can work within a language. It might sound a little bit foreign because English doesn't do this very much at all, but once you actually look at it and you can get to know the sort of concatenative nature, concatenation meaning just like a series of interconnected things. So for in this example, agglutination is concatenative in Swahili. Once you kind of get that pattern, it makes it actually really cool and sort of easy to create new meanings and new words that would be rendered as a sentence in English. I've always thought agglutinative languages are really cool and I wanted to share this with you guys via a talk tidbit. Subscribe to us on iTunes, check us out on Facebook, and until next time, we'll see you.